0: By anything but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Park. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God. To begin with, in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 1, beginning at verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. Verses 18 through 25. Matthew chapter 1. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the precious power and grace. Joy and anointing that rests upon your word. Thank you for the blessings that are ours as we take time to read and meditate on your word. We thank you for the unique gift of the Christmas narratives that remind us of the coming to tell the story, the wonderful story of the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as a babe so long ago into the world. Father, use it to stir us to become much more faithful followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ambassadors for your kingdom who are filled with your spirit, on fire with your spirit. Ambassadors pointing the world to Jesus Christ through our words, our actions, our lives, our lifestyles. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, our hearts filled are filled with joy this Christmas season as we think about uh, your kindness. We thank,
1: thankful Father, for your precious Son who came and was born in Bethlehem and went to the cross for us. What a what a joy! What peace we have this Christmas
0: season because of that. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Ray. Thank you again for being a part of our listening family. And as we begin this broadcast, before I share the initial uh, gift I want to share, I want to mention we will have some guest readers, some children and young people that will be reading the Word of God for us, and we're so grateful for that. There's something special when a child or a youth reads the Word of God, especially in a public capacity, and we want to continue to encourage you Parents and grandparents and those that work with young people make much time to invite the children to read the Christmas narratives because, again, as we do that, we all can learn wonderful truths and insights about Christmas that we didn't know, but also we're reminded of the awesome and powerful and wonderful story of the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the world. To begin with, I want to share an article. And once again, as always, if you'd like to get a copy of the article, simply email us at joseph at net. We're glad to share it with you. The title of the article is The Christmas Narratives, Stories of Grace, Salvation, and Peace. And the, the greater title, the bigger title, is Celebrate a Biblical Christmas. More treasures can be found in the Christmas Narratives than just the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The Christmas Narratives are simply the Christmas stories found in Matthew chapters 1 and 2 and Luke chapters 1 and 2. They make up the Christmas story. It is in these four chapters that we find from God's Word a treasury of grace, wisdom, salvation, and hope that make up the wonderful and blessed story of Christmas. The narratives that make up the Christmas story are simple, yet profound, humble, yet glorious, and always full of wonder. They're about normal people, yet filled with wonderful and supernatural events. Here in this story, God invades the earth with his peace, his hope, and his gift of salvation, his son, Jesus Christ. This Christmas season, consider a few suggestions for you and your family that can greatly bless your observance of Christmas. During the Christmas season, take time to read Matthew chapters 1 and 2 and Luke chapters 1 and 2. And when you've finished, read them again. And then when you've finished, read them again. Spend time reading and meditating on them throughout the month of December. Read them as an individual believer, but also read them with your family several times. Parents, have your children take turns and ask each one to read one of the four chapters out loud to you. It's good if you read it to them, but also let them read it to you. Very often, they'll get much more out of it if they read it out loud to you. Also, as they read, allow them to stop and ask questions. And typically, they will have questions, possibly many of them. Children's questions are just typically good questions. They help to draw everyone in the family more and more into the Christmas story. In addition to revealing the stories, excuse me, in addition to reading the stories, you can listen to them as well. Listen on a Bible app, on an audio Bible, a Bible CD or a Bible DVD. Many times during the Christmas and Advent season, just listen to Matthew 1 and 2 and Luke 1 and 2. Doing this will bless your socks off. Also, if your grown children live away, or maybe you're away from your younger children, perhaps you may want to record your voice reading the story on your smartphone and sending it to them. They may keep it for many years as a reminder of your love for them and God's love for us. So please, during the Christmas season, make it a high priority to read and meditate on and listen to the Christmas stories many times. Take time to do this even in the midst of a time that is busier than many other times of the year. This is just a very wise family goal, even though life is busy. Life is always busy. Life doesn't have a pause button. Yet a family project like this is a great way to, quote, unquote, redeem the time with your family, Ephesians 5:16. We'd be very wise to learn an important lesson from the wise men of Matthew chapter 2. In the busyness of their lives, they were wise enough to put their busyness aside. They took much of their time, spent their money, and spent their energy and effort to follow God. They followed the guiding star God provided to come and find the king of the Jews and of the universe and worship him and bring him precious gifts. Let's you and I this Christmas be wise men and women. Let's be wise enough to put aside our weapons of mass distraction, our TVs, computers, MP3 players, game systems, CD players, and cell phones. Let's put aside some of our shopping and our gift finding and seek the Christ. And you will always find him in the the Word of God. Now, some believers may read the Christmas stories once or twice during the Christmas holidays, and that's better than not reading them at all. But why only nibble on God's Word when Jesus daily invites us to dine on His Word? See John twenty-one twelve. Taking time to read and meditate on the Christmas stories throughout the Christmas season will be its own reward. It's a gift you can give yourself and to your family and to Jesus. Let's take the time. Now, we're going to take time. Now, we're going to listen to uh, a brief segment from a prior broadcast when we had two special guests that read the Word of God, that will read the Word of God, the Christmas stories for
2: us.
1: Audrey is going to read a scripture from Luke chapter 2, specifically verse 11. So, Audrey's going to share that
0: with us Luke chapter 2, verse 11.
3: unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior
1: which is all right thank you Audrey you're a great reader and you have a beautiful reading voice thank you for sharing that with us today okay all right and now her sister all right Thank you again. A blessing to have you with us today. Next, we have Kate. Again, Audrey is 6 years old, and Kate is 8 years old. Kate is going to read Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 21. So, Kate, as soon as you're ready, you can go right ahead. Luke 2, 1 through
3: 21. And it came to pass in those days, but a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census this first took place while Corinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage. Of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was while they were there the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. Now there were in the same country. Shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I will bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the sea of David a saviour who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in a swaddling cross, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace good will towards men. So it was, when the angels, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child, and all those who hold it marvelled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in our hearts. Then all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. And when eight days were completed for the circumstance of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Luke 2, 1 through 21.
1: All right. Thank you, Kate. Again, you're an excellent reader, too. Both you and Audrey are great readers, and you all are probably two of the best uh, readers that are eight- and six-year-olds in the country. So I appreciate you all coming on the broadcast and reading. Now, I wanted to ask you this question, Kate. Do you think it's important for children and adults to read the Christmas story during the Christmas season?
3: Yes, I do.
1: All right. Well well I appreciate your reading today probably encouraged many young people and adults to do more reading too then. And I my guess is probably you and Audrey both enjoy Christmas, don't you?
3: Yes, very much.
1: That's good.
0: All right, again hearing from uh Audrey and Kate two little ladies from the state of Texas and we're very grateful to have had them. Father, thank you for every parent, every grandparent, every person that works with young people listening today. Father, help us all in the body of Christ to grow in our understanding of the fact that having our children read the word of God out loud to us on a daily basis help us to grow in our understanding of what an what an important Act of discipleship, that is. Help us to be mindful, Lord, of the fact that when our children are reading your word, they're listening to Jesus. They're spending time in the presence of Jesus. They're interacting with Jesus, and they're being edified, encouraged, and drawn closer to him. Lord, help us to make it a high priority to help our children to get into your word every single day. To spend that time one-on-one with Jesus and be blessed as Jesus touches them through his powerful and anointed word. Father, help us to know, Lord, that there's nothing our children need more in all of life and in all the world than the precious Word of God. And help us to make it the high priority you would have us to make it as well. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as We're having young people read the Word of God for us today on the broadcast. We'll be right back.
4: Bethlehem and see More than a story, it'll set you free Are you tired of the running? Are you tired of the shame? sky. I'm door on bending knees Lay a burden at his feet Of Christ the Lord
0: Music of Casting Crowns with Gloria. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Today we have the privilege of having a number of children and youth guests that are reading through the Christmas, reading portions from the Christmas narratives for us today. And our next guests we have with us are Nicholas, uh, Declan, and Lucas, and they're going to be reading from. Matthew and Luke as well. So we're going to start off with uh, Nicholas. Uh, Nicholas, how are you today? I'm good. That's good. We appreciate you taking the time during the Christmas season to read the Word of God. Now, Nicholas, tell us, how old are you?
5: I am 10 years old.
0: 10 years old. Okay, then. And what grade are you in?
5: I'm in 5th grade.
0: 5th grade. And can you tell us any hobbies that you may have?
5: Well, I like to build brothers a lot, and I like to read.
0: All right. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to read for us today. And uh, what passage will you be reading for us today?
5: I'm going to be reading Matthew 2, verses 1 through 23.
0: All right. Okay, well, go right ahead as soon as you're ready.
5: Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his son in the east, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me, that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt, and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which is spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all its districts, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation, weeping, and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted, because they are no more. Now when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the young child's life are dead. Then he arose, took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And being warned by God in a dream, he turned aside into the region of Galilee, and he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which is spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene.
0: All right. All right. Thank you, Nicholas X. You're an excellent reader. Thank you so much for sharing that powerful passage from the Christmas Narratives, Matthew chapter 2. Thank you so much. Next, we have Declan, who's going to read from the Gospel of Luke for us. Uh, Declan, uh, how are you today? Good. All right. Good to have you on with us today. Now, Declan, tell us, how old are you?
6: Seven.
0: You're seven years old, and what grade are you? Second. Second grade. All right. And what chapter, what passage are you going to read for us? I'm
6: going to read Luke chapter one thirty-nine.
0: 45. All right, thank you. As well, soon as you're ready, you can go right ahead.
6: Now, Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my room for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord.
0: All right. Thank you, Declan. I appreciate that. Now, I wanted to ask you, tell me, do you have any hobbies that you like to do?
6: Hockey and reading.
0: Hockey and reading. Okay. All right. Do you happen to do hockey and reading at the same time sometimes or separately?
6: No. No. I don't
0: do it that time. Ah, that sounds like a good idea to me. Okay. Well, Declan, you're an excellent reader as well. Thank you for taking the time to read from the Christmas story for us, okay?
6: You're
0: welcome. All right. Thank you, Declan. Next we have Lucas who is gonna read from us as well. Lucas, how are you doing today? Good. All right. Now Lucas, tell us how old are you? Eight. You're eight years old? Okay. And what grade are you in, Lucas? Third. You're in the third grade. And do you have any hobbies as well?
5: Um, Sports.
0: Okay. like to do sports. Okay. All righty. Well, you going to read for us? Uh, what passage were you going to read? Luke 2,
5: 41 through 52.
0: All right. Well, as soon as you're set, go right ahead, okay? Okay.
5: His parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it, but supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, seeking him. Now, so it was that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, "'Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously.' And he said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men.
0: All right, Lucas, thank you. You two are an excellent reader. Thank you for taking the time to read for us. So again, we've heard from Nicholas and Declan and Lucas as they've read different parts of the Christmas narratives. Father, thank you once again for the privilege of having these young people to read your Word. Thank you for the blessing that is theirs and that is ours as we all make time to read and meditate on your Word as we read the glorious stories that make up the Christmas story. Father, Father, stir us to recognize, Lord, that there's so much wisdom and insight we can draw from these powerful narratives that tell us about the story of you coming into the world so long ago. And help us, Lord, as believers, to be wise enough to make it, to help us to grow an understanding of the need for us to make it a high priority, to fill our children's minds with the powerful Word of God. Lord, help us to be mindful, Lord, that we live in a world that's so busy and so many things going on, so many things that we do individually, so many things we're involved with as families, so many things we do with our young people as priorities, uh, so many things they're involved in, but help us to recognize, Lord, that There's nothing they need more than Jesus and that helping to fill their hearts and their minds and their lives with the precious word of God is so, so important. Thank you again for these young people that have shared your word. And Lord, use this time, use these readings to stir every listener to become a much more diligent student of your word. And use it to stir us all to become much more faithful hearers and doers of your word. And help us to recognize, Lord, that again, as our children fill up on the word of God. It's filling them with light, peace, and joy. And Lord, help us to recognize that so many young people still need to hear the gospel. So many young people are filling their hearts and their lives with so much toxic darkness through the internet, through television, through movies, and so many things that are so full of darkness. But Lord, help us to grow an understanding of the fact that your word is pure light. Your word is joy, it's power, it's grace, and peace, and so much more. So as we help our children to fill their minds and their hearts with your Word, they're receiving the best gift and the best blessing they possibly can receive, your precious Word. So, Lord, help us to never get so busy that this gets pushed to the side, that it becomes a lesser priority, that it's not that important to us. Help us to recognize, Lord, that our purpose in the world is to know you and to walk with you. And a part of walking with you is dis- is discipling our children teaching and training our children to walk with you, to live lives full of your word, to live lives full of prayer, to live lives where they hear your word and obey your word. What a blessing it is for us to have this blessing, this privilege of helping our children learn to walk with you as they walk in your word. Father, thank you for each of these precious children. Father, we pray a special blessing upon each of them. Bless each of these precious children indeed. Expand their territories, Cause your hand to be mightily upon them. Keep them from evil that they may not cause pain. And, Father, more and more use them to be a light amongst their peers, a light within their homes and their families. Use them to be a light wherever they go. And help us, Lord, to recognize, Lord, that there is no junior Holy Spirit. Your Holy Spirit uses children wonderfully and mightily as they are simply available vessels. Help us as parents to be wise enough to prepare our children to be young warriors on the battlefields of life, knowing that not only can they learn to become warriors who build the kingdom of God, but they also can learn to be warriors who tear down the kingdom of darkness. Thank you for the opportunity to do just that every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we've been listening to some of our young readers. Read through the Christmas stories. We'll be right back.
4: of Christmas so
0: Stephen Curtis Chapman with the music of Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, we've had the privilege of having some young people, children and youth, reading portions from the Christmas narratives. And so next, we're going to have Declan's mom, Kelly. She's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Kelly, go right ahead.
7: Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to do this kind of thing, that we can listen to your Word, that we can read your Word, and that we can learn from your Word. Lord, I ask that you would um, give parents out there everywhere that the remembrance, bring to their remembrance the importance of reading your Word and having kids read your Word and having our children be in the Word of God on a regular basis. We just thank you for this season. And we ask that you would show us new miracles of who you are during this Christmas season.
0: In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Again, that was Kelly, who is Declan's mom, and Declan read for us earlier as well. Next, we're going to have Nicholas and Lucas's mom, Laurie, and she's going to lead us in a word of prayer as well.
2: Dear Jesus, we are so thankful for the Christmas story, and even as the Christmas story spans so many generations, from the promise to the fulfillment to the, to the life of Christmas and Easter and all that it represents, we thank you that these recordings can reach those different generations even now today, that grandparents and parents and our young children even can be involved in the Christmas story and bringing it to life and bringing it to the hearts and homes of so many people. We thank you for all that the Christmas story represents. We thank you for the beginning of life and the new promise. And even as a young child, that Jesus was about his Father's work. Let these young children, even so, be amongst the Father's work in a greater way. We thank you, Lord, for our sweet children. We thank you for the life and the gift that they bring, for the wonder and the amazement of Christmas and all it represents. May that fire never grow dim. May we continue to search passionately for you amongst the Word and amongst our families, too. We love you, Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Laurie. We appreciate that. And then uh, next, we're going to have a guest that we had on several weeks ago, an author, Pastor Maureen uh, in as well. Pastor Maureen, how are you today?
7: I'm well, thank you.
0: All right. And uh, it just so happens that those last three readers, they happen to be your grandchildren, correct? They
7: are the cutest grandsons in the world.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. We're, we're glad to be informed of that. All right. So,
7: well, <laughs> every uh, grandma gets to say that, and it's true.
0: <laughs> all right. All righty. Well, uh, again, thank you for uh, joining us today as well. And before we have you pray, I wanted to ask you just if you could just very briefly share from your heart as a um, minister of the gospel and a servant of the Lord why it's so critical that we help fill our children's minds and hearts with the Word of God as a part of our discipling, just from your own heart and your perspective.
7: Pastor Joseph, I, I follow the lead of King David. When he asks in Psalms, chapter 119, how can a young man cleanse his way? How can a young person stay pure? And then he answers his question, by taking heed according to your word, by obeying your word. And then he goes on to say in verse 11, your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. And so often are in this culture that we live in, we have the word in our phones, we carry the word in our hand, but God is saying, hide the word in your heart. be in the Word, to memorize God's Word, and it will keep us on the path of righteousness. And when we engage in God's Word, we're engaging with the author. We are engaging with the one who breathes life in the Word. Jesus is the Word, and when we want to be close to Him, we want to be where He is. And it says, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the Word, and we are so close to Him when we're in it. And oh, how our young people need Him today, how we need Him, and this is where we find Him.
0: Amen. Amen. So would you just, whatever's on your heart, to pray for, for the youth of our culture, but also to pray for parents and the church in the matter of discipling our children as well. Yes,
7: Lord. Lord, we thank you for the gift, the precious gift of your Word, and that you came to earth to model for us perfect humanity. You are not asking us to live your life. You did that, and you did it perfectly. But you are asking us to live our own lives as you would live them if you were us. And the only way that we can do that is by knowing your Word. So, Father, I pray for every grandparent, for every parent, that they would not only see and recognize the value of bringing their children into your Word, into your presence, but they would also know that it is a way that God desires to protect us, to keep them in your path, Lord, to keep them from sin, to keep the enemy of our soul, our adversary, away, for he cannot be where God's Word stands strong. So strengthen every parent, strengthen every grandparent to know that when they invest time in Your Word with their young people, Lord, they're investing in their futures. Lord, and ignite a heart that seeks after You in the heart of every young person. Let them hunger and thirst for your word. Let them delight in you and the fellowship with the author of the word every time they open it. For the Holy Spirit of the living God breathes his life into every word, and every word of God contains within it the power to bring it to pass. Your promises are yes and amen. And all that you have declared in your word, you will be faithful to bring it to pass. So give us patience in waiting. Lord, give us a heart again that seeks you. And ignite our lives with the fire of the Holy Spirit that we find in your precious word. In Jesus' name, amen. And I ask your blessings on each and every listener this day. May this Christmas season be filled with the awe and wonder of your presence as we engage your word. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Maureen. really appreciate that. Thank you for being with us once again today. Thank you. Uh, The Word of God tells us in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, it says, starting at verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it. And in verse 14 of John chapter 1, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Again, verses from the Gospel of John, Chapter 1. Father, thank you again for your Word. Thank you for the privilege we have of being able to open your Word every day. Thank you for the truth, Lord, that anytime we need to find you, we can always find you in the Word because you are the Word. Lord, help us to grow an understanding of what a tremendous gift your Word is to each and every one of us. And may help us to make it one of the high priorities of our lives, to fill our minds and our hearts with your Word every single day. Stir us more and more to become faithful hearers and doers of your word. We thank you for the privilege, the opportunity, the blessing that is ours as we make time to spend in your word each and every day. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus's name. We do pray. Amen. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today today, and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, is an excellent day to be saved and during this Christmas season it's a wonderful time to commit your heart and your whole life to the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no better place for your life to be than in fully in the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer with us even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. Make me the person you would have me to be. In the word of God, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Lord, help me to live my whole life for you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much want to be in touch with you. Once again, my email is joseph at AFR.net. Again, that's joseph at AFR.net. We'd like to share with you some resources and some literature that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong and deep in the Lord Jesus Christ and in your new relationship with him. Again, simply email us, and we're glad to share those resources with you. Once again, joseph at AFR.net. And, of course, if you wanted to get a copy of the article that we shared earlier as well, entitled, Celebrate a Biblical Christmas, The Christmas Narratives, Stories of Grace, Salvation, Peace, and Truth. Again, same email, joseph at afr.net. We're glad to share them with you. Again, you've been listening to the Hour of as We've had the privilege of having some young people share reading from the Christmas Narratives today, and we had the privilege of having their parents and grandmom on on with us today as well. Please pray much for all of these individuals. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession and have a Merry Christmas.